What's going on, everybody? It's another Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, the Memorial Day edition. Uh, hopefully, uh, many of you uh, that are working have the day off tomorrow. Uh, of course, that's no consolation to the over 30 million people that are out of work right now during this pandemic, and that is not a good thing. We've got to get people back to work uh, as quickly and as safely as we can. We've got a great show for you tonight. Two guests that are going to be joining me uh, later this hour. The usual news and notes to get to. Uh, but first, how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Play, just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast. You'll find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa ready as well. We're also on Radio.com as well as the Hopped Up Network. Just head over to the HoppedUpNetwork.com. You can listen to the podcast version of this program, usually Monday mornings before 6 a.m. However, tomorrow morning, since it is a holiday and it is Memorial Day, uh, the beer cast will be up a little bit later on uh, in the morning. Hopefully, we'll have it up by 9 a.m. Uh, for you to listen to. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, um, we have Ryan Crisp, the director of brewery operations and the brewmaster for Alesmith Brewing out of San Diego, will join me. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the uh, Hazy 394 that they just came out uh, in honor of Tony Gwynn. Um, just a, 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 a variation on the beer that they had released previously. Also, they've got a new IPA coming out this summer uh, that is going to help people, uh, first responders and the like, um, that need assistance in San Diego. We'll talk to Ryan about that, as well as how they are dealing with the pandemic out in San Diego. They're in the Miramar area of uh, San Diego, California. It's kind of a brewing loop around there. You've got Alesmith, you've got Ballast Point, you've got Society, you've got a couple of places in and around there, and we'll see uh, what's going on out there. In 20 minutes, John Dantzler uh, from Torch and Crown Brewing is going to join me. Uh, he got back to me over the weekend. I had texted him a few weeks ago about something other, I shouldn't say something other than beer, uh, but it was about beer. But now he's got this donuts and beer pairing that is coming up this Thursday with Ethan Fixel, who's been on the program before. We're going to chat with him about that and how he is dealing with the pandemic. His brewery about to you know open when all of this happened. They were probably a month or two away from opening, and now he gets this setback here. How is he dealing with it with deliveries and, and takeout, et cetera, et cetera? We'll talk to John all about that coming up in about 20 minutes from now. But let's dive into some news and notes because there is a bunch of it. We're going to start in Orange County, California. Uh, the brewery uh, has released their second collaboration beer with Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams. If you're from California and the Orange County area, you obviously know about Jenny's Ice Creams. Uh, their second collaboration with Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams called Hold the Spoon Black Chocolate Cake. It's inspired by the popular ice cream flavor Blackout Chocolate Cake. Uh, this um, innovation and experimentation, two things the brewery has always been known for. Over a year ago, uh, they tried to uh, come up with some different beers uh, that paired with the ice cream. The first was in 2019 an Imperial Blondale, inspired by the flavors of Jenny's salted peanut butter with chocolate flex ice cream. And so they decided to do a, a different version here. And as innovation manager Andrew Brell explains, he says, it's always fun working with masters from other industries, especially when it's ice cream. They sent them nine flavors to evaluate. And, uh, you know, tasting the ice cream and taking different notes and figuring out the um, the aromas and the different flavors of the ice cream and how to pair it uh, with a beer. So they decided on the blackout chocolate cake. 
uh, because of all the different uh, complexities of it. And so Hold the Spoon Black Chocolate Cake is now available at thebrewery.com. Shipping and delivery options across California, Washington, D.C., and select parts of Nevada. Of course, again, you can go to the brewery. That is T-H-E-B-R-U-E-R-Y.com slash find to find the beer at your favorite local craft beer retailer. Now, we do get some brewery beer here in the Northeast. I'm wondering if this one particular one is going to be shipped. We'll find out. And it's really cool about ice cream. Uh, real quick, we had interviewed years ago, almost 20 years ago now, we interviewed the uh, taste tester for Edie's ice cream. And it was an amazing experience. Edie sent us like ga- half gallon upon half gallon upon half gallon of ice cream packed in dry ice. Guy shows up with a golden spoon, and he talked about how he avoided certain foods like chili and things of that nature so as not to wreck his palate, and how he would taste the vanilla and the vanilla bean and the chocolate and the strawberry... All these different things. It was a fascinating discussion for about a half hour with this guy. And I, I've, I learned more about ice cream and the making of ice cream than I ever thought I would learn. It was, it was a fascinating thing. It was pretty cool. So uh, Trogues out of Pennsylvania, this is really cool. So last year they had launched Troganator Beer Cheese. Now they have come up with their latest creation, Perpetual Beer Cheese. Uniquely, all of the milk used to make the Perpetual Beer Cheese comes from Pennsylvania dairy farms. So this, in due to the pandemic, um, had compounded problems for dairy farmers in Pennsylvania. Um, One of the most important parts of the Commonwealth's agricultural economy, dairy farming supports 52,000 jobs, generates close to $15 billion a year. However, uh, a lot of dairy farmers had... uh, you know, losing business even before the pandemic. And now, because people were just not buying milk anymore, now with schools and restaurants having to close statewide, demand is down. Many farmers had been forced to dump excess milk. So what Trogues did was they came up with a way of using the milk and using their beer to make a beer cheese, which is really cool. So this way they were able, they didn't have to, these dairy farmers in Pennsylvania didn't have to dump the milk. They had a purpose for it now. They could sell it to Trogues. Trogues would then turn and use their beer, and they would come up with this beer cheese. So the sweet and creamy beer cheese, uh, lively notes of citrus, thanks to the addition of citra hops and aromatic American-grown flour, of course. It's the key flavor component in the best-selling Trogues beer, Perpetual IPA. Uh, and at the York County Creamery, cheesemakers run warm milk through sacks of whole flour citra hops before pressing it into forms. And then, of course, they create the cheese out of that. And um, right now, the uh, v- the new variety of beer cheese now available at 186 Giant Martins and Giant Heirloom Market locations. Uh, it's available for purchase through Giant Direct and Martins Direct, the company's online grocery service. Cheese will also be available at Caputo Brothers, uh, which I believe is the milk... Um, yeah, he's uh, right. Caputo Brothers Creamery, uh, which uh, in in turn does milk as well as cheese, and also through the new Trogues to go curbside service. So you can pick up the cheese there in Pennsylvania at a variety of different places. That is really cool, and of course, it saves uh, a portion of of an economy that Pennsylvania is known for, and you know, quite frankly, really needs. Our good friends from Rogue Ales and Spirits uh, have launched their first ever mixed culture barrel aged sour. It's called Coats du Rogue. Um, it is a beer that has been years in the making, according to uh, Danny Connors, Rogue's Innovation Brewer. Uh, they cultivated a strain along with five common varieties in 16 barrels, selecting and blending the best of them to form their, their house-mixed culture, and then created a, a series of limited photo-aged sour beers to get your taste buds tingling in Codes de, uh, de Rogue is the first in that series. It's a sour blonde tart with hints of oak, lemon, vanilla, and apricot. Uh, they only made 350 cases 
of this beer. It's a 7.1% ABV uh, with a 5 IBU uh, in a 500 milliliter bottle. It is available nationwide in limited quantity. I, I will definitely pick this up. My wife is really into sours now, uh, as am I. I'm not sure if she's, I don't think she's crazy about sours that are that are fodder and barrel aged because they, they have a little bit too much of a sourness, too much of a wine quality to it, I think, that my wife doesn't like. So um, if I happen to see that one, I will definitely pick that up and try it. And of course, our good friends from Coronado Brewing, as we finish it off in San Diego, re-releasing their Peach Cruiser IPA just in time for summer. Uh, this is their Knoxville Seasonal Series. It debuted two years ago. Features three special release beers distrib- uh, distributed throughout Cor- uh, Coronado's distribution network. Um, this is the second installment in the series. The Peach Cruiser IPA will be followed by Early Bird, currently scheduled as the third release later this year. Uh, Peach Cruiser, a San Diego-style IPA brewed with summer in mind. It is a blend of mosaic, citra, and azaka hops. Fresh peach, apricot, and lactose is added to complement the tropical citrus, uh, citrus hoppiness. Um, Peach Cruiser IPA is uh, uh, around at all Coronado locations now in 16-ounce four-pack cans. Uh, the beer will hit broader retail availability at the end of this month. It will be available to buy on store shelves throughout the company's distribution network, of course, for more information about Peach Cruiser IPA, a 6.8% ABV uh, type of beer. Just visit CoronadoBrewing.com for more information. That is uh, very cool. Our good friends from Coronado uh, putting out their Peach Cruiser IPA, which I had last year, and I wasn't sure. I think I liked it. I, I wasn't super crazy about it, but it was good. And I know... Um, they had sent me the Early Bird, which is going to be the third release this year. And that, my friends, was a fantastic beer. I really enjoyed that a lot. When we come back after a short break, Ryan Crisp, he's the Director of Brewery Operations and the Brewmaster for Alesmith Brewing out of San Diego, will join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. You're listening to Algatulo's Craft Beer Cast, sponsored in part by Source Farmhouse Brewery. Get your handcrafted beer from none other than The Source. Source Farmhouse Brewery presents the Source First Annual Homebrew Competition. We are in an interesting time right now. We're all stuck at home. Why not brew your own beer, and better yet, enter it to win a huge contest. But listen, time is running out to enter. You have until Sunday, May 31st, to register for this contest. Just go to am970theanswer.com to register. 32 beers will compete head-to-head in a blind taste test competition for four weekends in a row. The championship round will be broadcast live August 2nd from Source Farmhouse Brewery. The winner will receive a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to work with the Source Brewers to scale up and brew their home brew on the pro level. They will go through the entire process from A to Z, brewing, cellaring, packaging, and you'll get to work with the branding and marketing team at Source on naming, label design, and all things release and launch related. You'll also receive the first inaugural Source Home Brewer Cup trophy, a swag pack, and a $200 Source gift card. Head to am970theanswer.com to enter. Remember, you only have until May 31st to sign up for your chance to have your home brew professionally brewed at the one and only Source Farmhouse Brewery. Light me up that cigarette and I'll strap shoes on my feet. Oh, 
Well, if you're listening to this show live right now, you're listening at night, not so much early in the morning. Uh, welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer a little sublime for you. We'll get to the reason why we're playing that song in just a bit. You can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Uh, of course, Google Play and iTunes. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. Alexa Ready 2, we're also on Radio.com, and of course the Hopped Up Network. Just go over to the HoppedUpNetwork.com, and you can find uh, the podcast version of this show, usually Monday mornings, along with a number of other shows that you can listen to at your leisure. And my next guest, he is the head brewer and brewmaster for Ale Smith Brewing out of San Diego, a city uh, very much near and dear to my heart. You know them, of course, for their Speedway Stout, but they just released a few weeks back their Hazy 394. It's a new version of their tribute beer for Tony Gwynn. They also have a new IP coming out this summer, which we will also discuss. And for more info on all of their beers, you just go to alesmith.com. Let me welcome to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer, Ryan Crisp. Ryan, how are you? How's it going? I'm doing excellent. Excellent. Ryan, right off the get-go here, I, I'm going gonna, I, 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 to throw you a little bit of a curveball. You're not the first person with the last name of Crisp that I've interviewed on this program. Indeed, your wife, Melody, who was recently uh, heading up PR at Coronado Brewing, was the first Crisp to be interviewed on this program, so not to make you nervous, but you got a little pressure here. <laughs> but seriously, though, please give her my best. She was a delight back in 2017 when my wife and I got a private tour of uh, Coronado Brewing. She's just a, a wonderful Absolutely. person. Gave us a great education uh, about Coronado beer. But now, I know you were a home brewer, but what made you decide that brewing on the pro level was the job for you? Oh, well, I'd always love craft beer. I love brewing, and I just started to... Uh, heading into breweries to learn more about them, went into Ale Smith and asked if there was a volunteer and opportunity just to kind of learn more about it, help on a part-time basis. And I started doing that, and a few months later there was an opening, and the rest is history. And and let's talk um, about Hazy 394. Why update this well-sold style of beer for you guys? Well, we wanted to do something a little different. I mean, Hazy's are obviously really popular, and we're big fans of them. We make a bunch of them, uh, so we wanted to showcase a different, you know, different take on that really popular beer, our best-selling beer in San Diego. Uh, it's been a big hit as well. And uh, we're talking with Ryan Crisp. He's the head brewer and brewmaster for Alesmith Brewing out of San Diego, California. For more info on all of their beers, just go to alesmith.com. As we're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer. You guys were gracious enough to send me a couple of cans of that Hazy 394, and I have to say it was fantastic. Awesome. I had the original on tap when uh, I was out there a couple of years ago. My wife and I did a kind of a, a beer tour. And in addition to Coronado, we stopped by Alesmith, Society, and uh, Bagby Beer, a whole bunch of places. But we made sure right. to stop by Alesmith um, for the stouts, but also uh, to try that 394. And it's just a fantastic beer. So kudos to you on that. Um, obviously, yeah. you guys are known for that Speedway stout, but you also did a Mexican lager with the guys from Sublime. How much... Did the band have input with it? And for those that don't know, what is the difference between a lager and a Mexican lager? Yes. Well, first off, the difference between a lager and Mexican lager, the Mexican lager is kind of a take on a European lager. Uh, You see those with the big Mexican brands, Modelo, you know, Tecate. Mm -hmm. It's basically uh, a light lager, but they use corn in it as an adjunct to uh, lighten it up, cut the cost a little bit. Um, so it has like a very distinct flavor. And so we hooked up with the guys from Sublime through their record label. They were interested in making a beer. Um, and we got some feedback from them 
through their label and they were interested in doing something light, something that they would drink. Um, and so we kind of settled on Mexican lagers being like the perfect style from them being from Long Beach and um, having roots in the music community and uh, it ended up working out perfectly. Very cool. Now, did they come into the brewery to help out with uh, with the brewing process, or it was just basically, hey, this is what we like, and we trust you guys with the style, and when it's done, we'll taste it? Unfortunately, yeah, they're kind of spread out. They live in different parts of the state right now, so they weren't all able to come in. Um, but we sent them a bunch of it, and we do regularly, and uh, they're big fans. That's very cool. Now, you also started a new beer uh, that's going to be coming out this summer called Hope Hazy IPA. It's a brew that will be made. Uh, the proceeds of the sale of this beer will help those frontline San Diegans uh, help, uh, helping out during the pandemic with Ale Smith's newly created Anvil of Hope charity. Uh, can you tell the audience a little bit about this beer? Yeah, so this is a, a like tropical Ford Hazy IPA. Something we're really excited about. Our owners started or recently started a nonprofit so we're going to join up with them, um, the two Ale Smith and the nonprofit, and try to give back to the frontline workers. So it's going to just be it's going to be a seven half percent juicy tropical Ford hazy IPA, sixteen ounce can, four packs. Um, we're really looking forward to getting out there and getting some support. Very going. cool. And this is due in July, correct? Exactly. All right. We're talking with Ryan Crisp. He's the head brewer and brewmaster for Al Smith Brewing out of San Diego. For more info on all of their beers, just go to alsmith.com. We're here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, a question that just pops into my head here, Ryan. Um, the, the Speedway Stout. I know you guys do different uh, variations uh, on the, uh, the Speedway Stout. I, I, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but I'm going to. Uh, which one <laughs> do, you find, do you find that you enjoy the most? in terms of brewing? I know the regular one is a lot of people favorite. There's a Vietnamese coffee one, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yep. That one's one of the most popular. And we do an event every year where we do about 20 of them. We let our, all the whole company kind of come up with ideas. And so that's where some of our larger releases have come from. The Vietnamese actually came from that event as well. But for me, I think personally, uh, I'm a big fan of the Hawaiian Speedway, coconut, vanilla, and Hawaiian coffee. I'm a sucker for coconut. So that's my favorite. I, I hear that. I, I you know what my uh, my local bar on tap in New Jersey, Paragon Tap and Table. Every once in a while, they'll do. They get a couple of different ale smiths in, and sometimes that Hawaiian coffee is on. They do a thing every. I think it's uh, New Year's Day where they do a whole bunch of different big boozy beers on tap, and usually Ale Smith is one of them. And the Hawaiian one, right. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I had that last year, and that was that was fantastic. Now let's shift to the business side of things uh, before we wrap up the interview. How has the company handled uh, the shift to takeout and curbside during this pandemic? Uh, it's, it's you know it's a rough time for everybody. Uh, we're trying to do our best to pivot. So our, our curbside takeout, it's been going pretty well. We've tried to do a bunch of different um, different sales. We've done discounted kegs. We've we've opened up our barrel age vault. We've got a lot of stuff going back, you know, 15, 20 years. And we've put that on sale at discounted prices. Just try to get some beer out there, get some cash in. Um, it's not ideal, obviously. We're looking forward to opening back up, but we're making the best of it. And and during this time, and I've interviewed like a couple of weeks ago, I had Jeremy Kosmicki on from Founders, and I asked him the same question. 
Because because you guys, you know, obviously you're shut down and you can only do takeout and curbside. Obviously, restaurants and bars are closed, so that's an avenue uh, where you could be making a profit where you can't right now. Um, does that give you a little bit more creativity? Like, hey, what can I put in the ba- in, into uh, the fermenters now that will take you know six weeks or eight weeks to uh, to to you know to come out? At, does it give you a little bit more creativity, or is it basically, hey, what can we brew in the shortest period of time to get it out there so we can sell it? Well, that's an interesting uh, question that that you'd ask. We're actually been brewing a bunch of lagers because they do. Um, they can take a little bit longer and they can afford to rest. Um, so they're ready, you know, whenever you need them down the road. So we've been doing that. You know, we've been trying to find beers that we think the, uh, our customers would be excited in, in crawlers and, and package. We obviously don't want to have too much draft around because we can't sell to restaurants. So we're trying to get creative in what we're making and, um, keep mixing up a little bit. There you go. Last question from me, Ryan. Uh, what are you drinking currently during this downtime? Ooh, good question. I've been drinking a lot of our uh, Forgeberry, the new raspberry sour we came out with this year. I've been really liking it. Nice. Sours are a bit, my, my wife and I really discovered, I discovered sours more after my cancer treatments. My taste buds seem to have changed. I didn't like them before. And then all of a sudden, really? after all the chemo and radiation, they, they, they tasted better. And now my wife is hooked on sour, so I'm always in the search for something new and sour that she can try. <laughs> so uh, nice. it's, a, it's a good habit to have. If she's not into the other stuff, I'm going to, all right, let me try this. This uh, works out here. So that's cool. So a raspberry sour. That sounds great. My guest has been Ryan Chris. What's that? We'll have to send you some. I, I would love to try it. That would be awesome. My guest has been Ryan Crisp. He's the head brewer and brewmaster for Alesmith Brewing out of San Diego. For more info on all their beers, just go to alesmith.com. Let me tell you something. If you're in the Miramar uh, area, you definitely have to check out Alesmith when they open up again. It is a great little facility. They usually have a food truck outside. It is fantastic, and it's a, it's, it's a really great loop if you're looking to sample a bunch of different San Diego beers uh, in, in one concentrated area. Ryan, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it. Absolutely. And up next, John Dantzler. He's the head man for Torch and Crown Brewing right here in New York City. He's got a cool donuts and beer pairing that's coming up next week. We're going to give you all the details on that and the official opening of Torch and Crown as well. That's next on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Source Farmhouse Brewery presents the Source First Annual Homebrew Competition. We are in an interesting time right now. We're all stuck at home. Why not brew your own beer and, better yet, enter it to win a huge contest? But listen, time is running out to enter. You have until Sunday, May 31st, to register for this contest. Just go to am970theanswer.com to register. 32 beers will compete head-to-head in a blind taste test competition for four weekends in a row. The championship round will be broadcast live August 2nd from Source Farmhouse Brewery. The winner will receive a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to work with the Source Brewers to scale up and brew their home brew on the pro level. They will go through the entire process from A to Z, brewing, cellaring, packaging, and you'll get to work with the branding and marketing team at Source on naming, label design, and all things release and launch related. You'll also receive the first inaugural Source Home Brewer Cup trophy, a swag pack, and a $200 Source gift card. Head to am970theanswer.com to enter. Remember, you only have until May 31st to sign up for your chance to have your home brew professionally brewed at the one and only Source Farmhouse Brewery.
Hard to believe we lost this guy, Chris Cornell. Uh, is it three years already that uh, J- uh, Chris Cornell has passed away? Uh, just unbelievable. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, the Memorial Day edition of the program. Of course, Memorial Day is tomorrow, but it is Sunday night when you're listening to this program. And boy, let me tell you something. I have got something very cool for you. My next guest is the co-owner of a brewery that is located right here in Manhattan, where we broadcast our show from down in Lower Manhattan. It's on Van Damme Street. It's just a block or so away from the Honolulu Tunnel. We've had him on before, but they are getting ready to open their doors once the pandemic is over. When that will be, who knows, with all of these different restrictions that are going on within New York City. I mean, they didn't open the beaches this weekend. All this all this gobbledygook, as I like to call it. Now, they're currently doing takeout as well as delivering around Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens. Torchandcrown.com is the website for more information. You can order there, but they are doing something really cool this coming Thursday night that you absolutely want to be a part of. But let me welcome back into the show uh, John Dantzler. John, how are you? Doing all right, Al. We're, we're hanging in there. We're moving forward. That's uh, absolutely right. Now, how is the construction proceeding? I know you guys were close to opening before the pandemic nonsense hit us. There was that little piece in the New York Times that says you guys are open for business, obviously, for takeout uh, and delivery. But uh, is that correct? As I understand it, you guys are open for orders and purchases of beer to go, correct? We are open for, uh, yes, for, de- for delivery and pickup only. Uh, we're still finishing up construction. Obviously, you know, when, when everything halted back in kind of mid-March, that included our construction. So we were, um, you know, a, a few weeks away from, from being fully uh, finished with, with construction. And then obviously that was a pretty big wrench thrown at us. Um, you know, the... We weren't able to, to, you know, to field our team to continue working, and then also, um, you know, there's there's a whole litany of citywide uh, inspections and things like that that we, you know, need need to receive approval on uh, before we're, you know, fully able to to open for business, and that's still a little bit up in the air. But um, you know, I think whenever restrictions ease and whenever we feel comfortable bringing people back in, we'll probably be a couple weeks behind that. Okay, and and so and you're st- so you're still brewing your beer in the Bronx and then shipping it to Manhattan, correct? You haven't started brewing yet yes. in your digs. Okay, gotcha. No, and, we have not. And that's no, and not. you know, and that's the interesting thing, John. When when you know, we know that non-essential construction has kind of restarted a little bit, but once these things get ramped up, and let's just I, I'm going to ballpark it here. Let's just say it's a month from now before the city really reopens. Uh, to to whatever it is, the capacity that it is. Now you're talking about a backlog of inspections that the city has to do. So you're really even further behind that, right? I mean, is that is that something that you guys have accounted for? It's definitely something that we're worried about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we were kind of I think towards the front of the line uh, when this whole thing started. So we're hopeful that you know that we won't be too bogged down by it. But yeah, it's definitely you know it's. In, in kind of in entrepreneurship in general, you sort of, um, you know, you wring your hands over over everything, every little detail that you can control, and then there's some massive details like this that are just completely out of your control. Right, right. We're talking with John Dantzler. He's the co-owner of a brewery located right here in Manhattan, Van Damme Street. It's right, I mean, literally steps from the Holland Tunnel. Torchandcrown.com is the website for more information. You can order beer from there. They will deliver throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens. Uh, it's usually same-day delivery later in the afternoon, but you can go on the website and purchase beer there. You can go pick it up at their shop. Uh, I believe the hours are um, 1 to 6, but definitely check the website 
uh, before heading over there. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So coming up this Thursday, the 28th of May, you have a very cool virtual pairing that's going to go on with two of my favorite things, John, as I'm looking down at my ever-growing waistline that I was trying to trim down uh, before this whole thing happened, donuts and beer. How did this come about? Well, we, um, we're we really excited about this. There's a, a bakery up in Harlem called uh, Super Nice that we've become good friends with, uh, you know, not through. We've, we've done it the hard way, you know, really packing our calories to become friends with those guys. <laughs> um, but, you know, so because of that, uh, we started talking. We've been talking for a while with them about, um, you know, any sort of, different different kind of collabs uh joe our brewer and and you know my co-founder back in the day actually did the uh um the voodoo donuts beer collab with uh with rogue back when he was a brewer out there in oregon um so we've kind of you know had had sort of grandiose plans of of doing you know doing a beer together or maybe you know having um having kind of a separate release where they use some of our beer in, in their donuts and, right. and you know we've been throwing around ideas for a while and um, now with everyone home, it was sort of the perfect time to, you know, let's launch kind of a guided tasting. Um, and so what we're doing, basically, uh, you can, you can go on our website, torchandcrown.com. You can, um, you can buy the beer donuts pairing and, um, you get four different donuts, um, you know, made fresh that day. Um, each, each paired with, with one of our beers. And so that'll be, um, that'll also come with a zoom link. Um, so you can, you can log on to our Zoom conversation and have um, some certified Cicerones, uh, Chris McClellan, our head of marketing, and uh, Ian F- Ethan Fixel, who's, who's helping us run this, um, you know, kind of walking you through the uh, the flavor pairings and, and kind of what we were thinking uh, behind designing each. That's very cool. Ethan is great. He, he really knows his stuff. I have not I, – I believe I met Chris when you had your little thing with uh, – um... With Wolverine, I'm not sure if I met him or not, but that's great. And then, uh, obviously, the founder of Super Nice NYC, Dan Cohen, will also be a part of this as well. Correct? Yes. Yes, Danny Macaroons. All right. So I gotta, I, I have to ask you. I know I've had your beer, John, and it's fantastic. How good are the donuts? Really? You got to, you got to oh give me a side story. Uh, uh, <laughs> they are. I mean, I'll put it this way: I, I am. I, I was supposed to get married this summer, and I am way behind on my wedding diet. That is culprit number one. <laughs> That's well. Listen, see, you know what I like about this. I, I've I've spoken over the last month and a half. I've spoken to a lot of different brewers and how they're just trying to keep above water and trying to get their product out. In this, I love the fact that you 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 guys took the time to sit down and say, "All right, we're getting our beer out there and we're getting delivery going, but we need to do you know something a little creative here and not just do the same old, same old." I, I, I love the fact that you guys came up with this, and this is the perfect opportunity. Most people are sitting at home. It's it's a great chance to hey I got um, you know fresh beer fresh donuts and they're going to pair together because you know people forget you can pair a lot of different things uh, with beer and I think this is really super cool but what I want to talk about we're talking with John Dantzler co-owner of uh, Torch and Crown Brewing right here in Manhattan on Van Dam Street torchandcrown.com the website for more information you can order this donut and beer pairing right on there they will deliver you the beers you don't get to pick the beers they're going to curate the beers with the donuts. Uh, that you will get delivered on Thursday, May uh, May 28th, and then you can take part in the Zoom conference. But, John, I do want to ask you, um, when all of this broke out, you guys weren't open yet. You were about to open. You had already been brewing your beer in the Bronx for a while, and a lot of your beer sales were, were coming from, obviously, stores and bars, and now that avenue is closed off to you. Um, 
How has the online ordering and you know people coming to the place or delivering? How has that uh, worked out for you guys over the last two months? I mean, it's been it's really exceeded expectations, um, and you know you're completely right. I mean, up up until um, you know up up until this thing hit, we were very heavily invested to draft sales. Um, we we were you know it, in as a new brand, we wanted to make our presence felt kind of you know, in the, in the most vital places in the city. And, and, you know, to us, that's, that's our, our amazing hospitality businesses, right. the bars and restaurants throughout the city. And so we, we really made it a point to focus on draft and on on-premise sales, which, you know, had been going great for us, but, but obviously once this hit, uh, with hindsight, it didn't seem like a great strategy. So, um, you know, we, we had to, we had to turn around and, um, you know, and find something else to do very quickly. Um, and, you know, we've been planning um, a direct consumer delivery service for a while. One of the main reasons that we're doing this, you know, crazy and probably stupid thing of building a full production brewery right in the, the heart of downtown uh, is because we want to be close to to the city. We want to be close to the people who are drinking our beer. Sure. And, um, you know, when you think of it in that light, that that's kind of our mission. Um, what could be, what could be closer than literally knocking on people's doors and, and, you know, handing, handing them beer in their homes. Right. Um, kind of like the milkman, so, except the adult version. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so we are, we are the modern day milkman that will give you a little buzz. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love it. It's like uh, ah, two percent, one percent. Nah, give me the give me the eight percent. I'll take that. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love that. I love but, uh, that. You know, it's it's been it's been really amazing. It's been, um, you know, I think I think it's it's fun to see our brand sort of starting to really take flight, and people people you know really seeming to enjoy not only the beer but kind of what we stand for. Right. Um, but way more than that, you know, it, the support from the city has been incredible. And, and I think, you know, a lot of people out there are really going out of their way to support small businesses, and whether that's ordering beer from us or ordering takeout from, you know, their restaurant down the block or, or you know, any other, um, any other example there. Um, I think, you know, people are really, are really stepping up to, to take care of their own. And it, it's something that we're seeing, um, you know, we're seeing quite a bit. We're seeing the city rally around us. And, uh, you know, we, we just really couldn't be more grateful. Oh, that's awesome. Now, listen, so the the Beer and Donuts pairing event is is coming up this Thursday, uh, May 28th. You have until uh, you know, probably the day before that Wednesday to get your order in if you want to have uh, beer and donuts delivered. Obviously, this is only for uh, areas in Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens for delivery. If you want to pick it up, obviously, I think they can make up some sort of arrangement. You can head into Manhattan and pick up the beers uh, from the guys at Torch and Crown on Van Dam Street. Torchandcrown.com is the website for more information. My guest has been John Dantzler. He is the co-owner of Torch and Crown. And, John, thanks so much for joining me. Very much appreciate it, and I can't wait to uh, share a couple of beers with you and some donuts very soon. We can't wait either, man. You Thank got, you. All right, you got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Source Farmhouse Brewery presents the Source First Annual Homebrew Competition. We are in an interesting time right now. We're all stuck at home. Why not brew your own beer and, better yet, enter it to win a huge contest? But listen... 
Time is running out to enter. You have until Sunday, May 31st, to register for this contest. Just go to am970theanswer.com to register. 32 beers will compete head-to-head in a blind taste test competition for four weekends in a row. The championship round will be broadcast live August 2nd from Source Farmhouse Brewery. The winner will receive a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to work with the Source Brewers to scale up and brew their home brew on the pro level. They will go through the entire process from A to Z, brewing, cellaring, packaging, and you'll get to work with the branding and marketing team at Source on naming, label design, and all things release and launch related. You'll also receive the first inaugural Source Home Brewer Cup trophy, a swag pack, and a $200 Source gift card. Head to am970theanswer.com to enter. Remember, you only have until May 31st to sign up for your chance to have your home brew professionally brewed at the one and only Source Farmhouse Brewery. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. That's the final segment of the program. As always, it is Suds and Duds. And that song, that particular song, uh, if you don't remember, back in 1986 this week, Ronnie James Dio got a plethora of heavy metal artists together. You heard a little Jeff Tate in there. You heard Ronnie James. You heard a bunch of different people singing. Uh, we Are Stars, or Stars was the name of it. It was called Hear and Aid, and it was done in 1986 uh, this past week. Uh, they raised about a million dollars for famine relief in Africa. It was kind of the, um, I don't want to say it was piggyback to um, to Live Aid, but kind of along the same lines. But the, the funniest part of the whole thing is that Ronnie had invited all of these different heavy metal artists, and the one group that they had there, which was bizarre when we saw the video for the first time, was Spinal Tap, which is, you know, <laughs> Michael McKeon and Christopher Guest, I mean, they're not heavy metal artists, they're actors, but they were there and they're singing and you can see them prominently. And the the other part about the video that I always remember is um, uh, Kevin DeBrow from Quiet Riot in this very loud pink jacket, kind of being the uh, the band leader as to when to sing high and then when to sing low, which I thought was hilarious. That was the best part. Ronnie was kind of, Dio was the one who put the whole thing together and was kind of in the background uh, for most of the time. So, I mean, that's that's what I just, <laughs> I don't know. I just found that hysterical, uh, that video. But uh, what are you going to do? Uh, but that was uh, this past week in 1986 in uh, in metal history, as it were. So uh, let's get into suds and duds. And then a, a little piece of news uh, that I have to tell you at the end of uh, the segment that is very important uh, for those of you who live uh, in New Jersey. But let's dive into Suds and Duds. Of course, this is the segment where I discuss uh, the beers that I've had over the past week or so, and I let you know whether they are a Suds or a Dud. Uh, first up, the guys from Source, uh, their um, single silo series, Ultra Citra. I was glad I was able to get this one. This might be the best one yet from these guys. Great tropical flavor, good hit on the citrus, juicy. Uh, again, I- I've been talking about them for weeks, and of course, portions of the program uh, brought to you by Source Brewing. They ha- just do a killer job every single beer that they come out with. They knock it out of the park every time. Uh, and by the way, if you didn't know, next Sunday, May 31st, is the deadline for you 
to enter our Source Home Brewing Contest. Get your entries in. All you have to do is register. The beer isn't due until uh, the first week of July, uh, but you have until May 31st to register. It is very important that you get your at least get your information in and what kind of beer you're going to make. Uh, even if you haven't started making your beer yet, you still have a few weeks. You've got about four and a half weeks or so. You could probably put something together if you haven't gotten something in the hopper already. Uh, just go to am970theanswer.com. Uh, you will see a link. Uh, for the Source Homebrewing Contest. Click on that, fill out the information. You can win a great prize pack. Uh, your beer will be brewed by the Source guys uh, for sale. Uh, you get a prize pack. You don't get the pro- proceeds from the from the sale of the beer. But this is something I, we, that the, the guys from Source and I thought would be really cool and something to do during this pandemic because we simply don't know when we're going to get really back to uh, normal, and I'm not talking about the new normal either. Uh, so great beer from Source. You definitely want to check those guys out. Uh, and again, they drop their beers on Fridays, nine o'clock in the morning. If you're not in by nine o three, you're sold out. So just keep that in mind. Uh, booming on uh, the boys from Bolero Snort. Uh, their Bull and I are Vice, kind of a Miami Vice type of theme. They had two different versions, but this blueberry tangerine one that they had. As soon as I saw it, I said to myself, "I've got to get this beer because it looks great, and I'm sure it tastes even better." Sure enough, wonderful pop of the blueberry followed by the acid of the tangerine. An outstanding beer. My wife approved. Uh, she's already had two cans out of the four pack. So believe me, if she didn't like it, she wouldn't be drinking the whole thing. It is a fantastic beer. If you see it in the stores, grab it because it's going to be gone uh, very soon. Um, my thanks to Ernie Huey from uh, the general manager of Paragon Tap and Table. And by the way, very important that you support your local restaurants right now. Take out, pick up, a delivery, um, however you can support them. Very important because it's keeping these guys in business. And we usually do dinner once a week from Paragon. We order, I go pick it up uh, to have our little dinner at home on the weekend instead of, you know, obviously we can't go out to dinner. Um, so Ernie was gracious enough to, get, to um, gift me. I have to give him back. Uh, a couple of cans of beer. Uh, a D-Hop 21 by Equilibrium. This is a fantastic beer. Great flavors. Soft when you drink it, though. Um, it, 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 it kind of all hits you in that double IPA kind of uh, category, but when you sip it, it's really it's nice and soft. Uh, great beer. Uh, goes good with uh, tacos, I will tell you that. Um, then I had uh, was able to pick up a can of uh, Ooze and Oz by Icarus, um, New Jersey wine cellar over in Cranford. Uh, gets a limited run of, of Icarus beer. In fact, so limited, they did their release this past Thursday at 5 o'clock. I got there at 5 after 5, and it was sold out. They only get a, a case or two uh, at best. So it's probably, you know what, probably cheaper for me to just drive down to Icarus, although Icarus is doing delivery in my area now on Saturdays, which, again, on a Saturday, very dangerous. But um, maybe I just have to take the, the, the trip down to Lakewood, uh, pick up what I want and then and you know and come back. That might be the uh, the right thing to do. But this is a really really uh, good beer. Smooth, a little strong. Digging it. Um, it is. Let me see if I remember correctly what kind of beer this is. Oh, of course, the picture I took doesn't show the full can of beer. I think it's a Maybach, but it's a strong Maybach. Very very good beer. So Jason, great job on that one. I also got a can uh, of uh, Party Jam Plum by Hermit Thrush. These guys do natural sours. Um, just the plum fl- flavor in this is fantastic. My wife loved it. I love w- the the stuff that Hermit Thrush does. Um, their cans are a little pricey. I- I'm not going to lie, um, but they're good. They're worth it. They're absolutely worth it. And if you see them on draft, um, you know, definitely uh, take the opportunity uh, to pick them up if you're into sours. It's uh, they're very good. Speaking of sours, Grim did a um, 
uh, a, a sour IPA, uh, Pina Pop. Pineapple, milk sugar, really nice, uh, smooth going down, but you get a nice, great hit of the pineapple. Uh, fantastic. My wife and I shared that can. That was excellent. Uh, the other one uh, from the Single Silo series uh, from Source, the Ultra Galaxy, another winner. Juicy, smooth, citrus, fantastic beer, and love the can art. That's the one thing that Source does really, really well is their can art is just spot on. It's fantastic. I love it. Their designer is great. And if you win the home brewing contest, you're going to get to work with the designer uh, to, uh, to shape your can uh, to the right fit uh, for Source, which is kind of cool. Uh, I had picked up some beer from Twin Elephant uh, the other day, and uh, the, the, the guys over there in Chatham are doing a great job. And there's a, a Bottle King down the street, so I stopped over there. And uh, picked up a couple of different things. One thing I did pick up, uh, two breweries that I have not had yet in New Jersey. They did a, uh, a collab together, uh, Last Wave Brewing and Bradley Beach Project. Two breweries I really need to get to. One's in Point Pleasant, the other one's in Bradley Beach, obviously. Uh, I picked up their R Season. This is a great beer. Super crushable, very tasty. I'm shocked that it is under 5%. That's a, that's a brew. If they brewed that on a regular basis, I would buy that consistently because it's just a great summertime beer. It's a, or a late spring beer, I should say. It's very easily drinkable. Uh, got a, a four-pack of Moom Meeting, kind of uh, Bolero's take on the Zoom Meeting. Uh, really, I'm really glad that I bought this, though. Crushable, tasty, smooth, just an excellent beer. And then finally finished it off with uh, the Twin Elephant that I picked up, uh, their Nosh version, Citra and Vic Secret. Uh, I missed out on their little Shimyi uh, variant, which uh, I was a little disappointed in. But I will tell you, the Nosh Citra Vic Secret uh, is slamming. Delicious, good tropical burst, very hoppy, uh, you know, but in a good way. Uh, really enjoyed it. And again, the guys from Twin Elephant are just crushing it as well. So finally, before we get out of here, a little piece of news. Uh, The New Jersey Senate uh, approved um, State Senator Vin Gopal's bill legalizing alcohol takeout and delivery, went through the Assembly, went through the Senate. Uh, Governor Murphy signed it last week. So um, this bill uh, allows uh, licensed restaurants and bars to sell alcoholic beverages through takeout and delivery and allow distilleries to sell alcoholic beverages through takeout Uh, during the current state of emergency due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Under the bill, S2413, all drinks must be delivered or made available in a container with a tamper-proof seal. Restaurants and bars would also be permitted to sell alcoholic cocktails and mixed drinks. These drinks must be delivered or sold in closed or sealed containers that hold 16 fluid ounces or less each. Any other alcoholic beverage may be sold or delivered in containers of any size. These establishments would also be permitted to continue delivering these alcoholic beverages for six months after the end of the COVID-19 state of emergency or after these establishments are no longer limited by occupancy or customer seating restrictions, whichever comes later. This is a fantastic bill, uh, and the bill also exempts alcohol used to produce hand sanitizer from the state's alcoholic beverage tax and allowed distilleries that have already paid these taxes on alcohol used to produce hand sanitizer to receive refunds on their payments. That's great. Uh, Senator Vin Gopal sponsored this bill. He wanted it permanent. Um, they they went with uh, a six-month um, after the pandemic, which is fantastic. This allows restaurants and bars to uh, further expand. Obviously, not only they can sell food, but they can sell alcoholic beverages as well. Uh, and the great news is we're going to have State Senator Vin Gopal on next week's program to discuss this bill and other things that um, hopefully the Garden State can do moving forward. But this is great for restaurants and bars. You can now serve 
already prepared mixed drinks. Before, they were selling you the, the ingredients to a margarita, the ingredients to a sangria, the ingredients to a mojito. Now they can make it for you, and you can take it to go. That is fantastic. Now, you can't go in and order 10 mojitos, but you can get a couple of drinks for you and your wife and take them home uh, with your takeout deal. The, uh, takeout meal. That is awesome. Kudos to Senator Gopal for getting that moving. He is a big champion uh, for not only the craft beer industry, but for the distilleries uh, and wineries that are in the state of New Jersey. That is awesome. My thanks to everyone involved in the show, as well as my guests, Ryan Crisp, Directory of Brewery Operations and the Brewmaster for Al Smith Brewing out of San Diego, and John Dantzler from Torch and Crown Brewing, their big donuts and beer event coming up this Thursday, torchandcrownbrewing.com for more information on that. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson, who informs me, by the way, you can get Killsboro beer up in the Capital Region, in the Albany Region, which is very cool. We, I will be back Tuesday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. Have a great Memorial Day, everyone. This has been the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody.